This is episode 105 with Lincoln Zare and Josh Hoffman of Mighty Dog Roofing. Welcome to the Path to Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Wes Barefoot, where it's my mission to help aspiring entrepreneurs and existing business owners take control of their lives and create freedom for themselves through business ownership. Each episode, I'll be exploring the strategies and tactics of other successful entrepreneurs that have created freedom in their own lives while sharing what I'm learning along my own path to freedom. I'm glad you're here. Let's drop in. What's up? And thanks for dropping in. Today, my guests are Lincoln Zare and Josh Hoffman of Mighty Dog Roofing. That name may ring a bell for listeners of the podcast on a regular basis, as I've had Mighty Dog Roofing featured on the show before. Uh, but both Lincoln and Josh are our new guests to the podcast. And there was a reason that we wanted to have Mighty Dog Roofing come back on the show. Um, if you caught the first episode, you learned that Mighty Dog Roofing is part of a larger family of brands, horsepower brands. Mighty Dog Roofing is now one of at least five or six different home service franchise brands that are operating under the horsepower brands umbrella. And this is one of the fastest growing organizations in all of franchising right now, horsepower brands. So with Mighty Dog kind of being their initial brand to launch their flagship brand at this point in time, wanted to have them come back on the show and give a little bit of an update of how their franchise owners are doing, you know, after a year plus of solid growth and some of their franchise owners really getting a solid foundation of business underneath them. Uh, and I mentioned this in the episode, but you know, it can really kind of be some foreshadowing for what to expect for other of the brands under the horsepower brands umbrella as they get established and get a little bit more of a track record behind them. So for those listening, I've got show notes or, or sorry, episode linked in the show notes for the original mighty dog roofing podcast as well as a podcast i did you know probably close to two years ago with josh goldnick and zach butler who were the two founding partners of horsepower brands so we'll link that in the show notes as well if you want to check those out or to give you some good context but with that let's drop in with lincoln zare brand president josh hoffman director of franchise development mighty dog roofing All right, what's up, Path to Freedom listeners, and thanks for dropping into another episode. Um, today, got a brand that we're going to talk about that's not new to the podcast, Mighty Dog Roofing, um, but a couple new faces that that are new to the podcast. So I'm joined by Lincoln Zare and Josh Hoffman. So Lincoln is the new, I guess, brand president would, would be the title for Mighty Dog Roofing, and uh, Josh is the director of franchise development. So we're going to get kind of perspective from both of them today, which I'm excited about. And for those that either didn't catch the first episode with Mighty Dog Roofing or, you know, maybe just don't remember, <clears throat> Mighty Dog Roofing is actually part of a larger parent company, Horsepower Brands. Uh, had a couple of their other brands on the show, had the founders of Horsepower on you know, a couple of years ago as they were just kind of kicking this thing off. So really interesting story there. But Mighty Dog was really kind of the, the first brand that was launched under the horsepower umbrella. And, you know, at the time, the people that were getting in early with Mighty Dog were really buying into Zach and Josh, who were the founders of Horsepower. And they've got a fabulous track record in building franchise companies prior to horsepower they were kind of buying into you know these guys vision their philosophy you know obviously their track record and what they had, had done prior to that but you know there wasn't a whole lot to go off of in terms of actual data that that mighty dog roofing had done so 
Today, we're going to talk more about where is Mighty Dog today is kind of the flagship brand for horsepower brands, because I think that can be good foreshadowing for what your other brands are likely to go on to do. Um, and, and so, you know, we're going to talk about Mighty Dog as a brand by itself and and the track record and the story that that they've created over the last, what, not quite two years yet. Um, so that's kind of the angle that we're going to take. So it's not redundant from the previous episode that we did with Mighty Dog. I'll link that in the show notes because that does give a really good overview of just kind of the business and probably addresses a lot of frequently asked questions that people would have. But with that long-winded uh, kind of introduction, uh, Lincoln, Josh, thank you guys for making time to join me today. Really happy to have you. Pleasure to be here, Wes. Appreciate, appreciate it. it, man. Yeah, and and we're recording this on the Friday afternoon before Labor Day, so extra credit points to you guys for uh, you know making time to do this before you crack into whatever uh, whatever weekend plans you have. But um, Wes. This is our number one favorite thing to do is talk about Mighty Dog. So this is like what's been on our list anyways. Fair point. Fair point. You probably talk about it even when you're not working, right? Well, you know, eight to five is is, is what most people think about. Uh, it was it was made clear the other day that there are, the, our expectation at Mighty Dog is five to eight. So five to eight. There you go. You that that adds a few hours to the day. Um, it does. So, Lincoln, let's let's start with you because you're you're somewhat of a new addition to uh, the the Mighty Dog team and, and the Horsepower family. So give us kind of a quick introduction, maybe a little bit of background on yourself and and how did you get involved with these guys? Yeah, I appreciate that, Wes. Um, I started out in public accounting. So I was a CPA auditor for a regional firm uh, in, in Lincoln for about 10 years. I My joke is I'm in recovery. I don't do it anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah. but, but uh, and I went. For, I, I had a really cool opportunity to work for. It was at the time a local company, entrepreneurs that started uh, Harris Laboratories, and it was a, a mm. clinical research company that then was sold uh, to a Toronto company, Toronto-based company that uh, we had 35 locations in 18 countries and 11 different currencies, um, and it was uh, 750 million to a billion in revenue. It was just, it was a lot of fun. A lot I of bet. fun. Uh, did a lot of ERP work, a lot of data analytic work, um, was still in finance. So I was director of finance for that division. Um, and then the last uh, eight or so years, I was uh, president and CEO of a commercial real estate enterprise um, in Lincoln, Nebraska, that was against, uh, was an entrepreneurial company it was started by Joe Hampton uh, in 1948. Um, and they were doing uh, maybe 50 million a year or so in commercial real estate. And uh, had about a million square feet of their own office retail space wow. that they owned, leased, and managed. So um, really was, uh, again, have had some really cool experiences um, uh, and been, been very, very blessed in that sense. Um, I got I got pulled uh, pulled into the to the horsepower Mighty Dog thing um, a little bit by by chance. A, a relationship I had, a guy I'd known for about uh, 10 or 15 years um, was working with, I uh, had known Tony uh, Hurlbut, who's the CEO of, of Horsepower. And Tony and I actually worked at the same accounting firm. <laughs> I mean, albeit two decades apart, but um, <laughs> we were at the same firm. So we kind of, you know, I knew who he was. He kind of knew who I was. And and this mutual uh, friend had, said, had called me and said, dude, you, you are, everything I do is I'm, I'm motivated by momentum and change and progress and growth and you know the idea of just um, you know your hand on the thr on the, on cruise control and um, it just isn't very uh, doesn't get me out of bed in the morning um, at all. And so yeah. uh, he's like, you have to talk to these people. You have to talk to them. Um, and and turns out um, he was not lying that that this is um, speed limit signs do not exist at horsepower <laughs> brand or mighty dog roofing. They are uh, and if they do exist. It says optional underneath them. It, yeah, it, it's go and go fast. Um, you can always course correct if you need to, but um, make a decision, uh, which is which is a, a philosophy and a mantra I, I I love. I navigate to. So it's I've been here since March ish, first uh, April, um, and it was everything uh, everything I was it was uh, I was led to believe it would be. Yeah, they're they're definitely moving and shaking over there at at Horsepower Brands, and you know if you like fast growth and that kind of entrepreneurial spirit or feel in a business, uh, I can't imagine a much better place to go. 
than that. Um, so thanks for that, that introduction. Um, and really nice to meet you. We were just saying beforehand, we hadn't had a chance to meet yet. So good place to, to have that kind of first meeting, Josh, um, you haven't been on the show yet either. I've known you for a little while though. So you're the director of franchise development for, uh, mighty dog. Just give us kind of a quick overview. What's, what's your role in, in, uh, you know, mighty dog is the director of development. Yeah, it's, uh, and I appreciate you having us on the show, of course, bless, but um, I took over for Terp on the Mighty Dog end, so uh, the I called myself the heir apparent, but now I answer to Terp because uh, of the success he had early on. Uh, before I, I was with Mighty Dog, I've been franchising for most of my life, uh, and I stumbled into it, uh, acquired a franchise very early in my career, and fell in love with it, uh, home services specifically, and I'd never been a part of roofing, so had coached been mostly on the operation side for a number of different franchisors early in my career uh m&a training brand president roles and uh you know very similar to lincoln uh had got here from a mutual friend said you got to check out what's going on at horsepower and so when i arrived i i kind of thought everyone was crazy here because i walked in <laughs> and when, when i came in on so i came in november uh josh i promise you they thought the same thing okay <laughs> it was mutual <laughs> and we're both mutual, right in some... uh, insanity definition yeah. here well i walked in and i'd never been a part of an organization where at the time we maybe had 30 my dog franchisees and we had 60 people in the omaha office and i was like this these people are crazy nobody has more employees yeah. than franchisees. more support yeah it's it was insane so i i i so I was in the East Coast, moved to, uh, to Omaha here. I'm not native. Uh, and originally was on the operation side and, and was presented the opportunity to uh, come to the development side. So it was really a unique opportunity for me to really help people initially at once, you know, they're on board, live their dream, but now help people find their dream and the right fit for them. And uh, it was a really cool experience for me only because now over the last eight or so months, I think Lincoln, we, uh, we, we came on right about the same time into the, into this mighty dog world together uh, of the growth of where we were of, Hey, here's what we're going to do. And now it's happening and more. Yeah. And now it's a very different world. So I I've enjoyed every minute of it. So here again, I, I work on, I work in the development side. So I work with people looking uh, again for freedom for their path out of corporate or again, something they've always wanted to do. And again, with a vehicle, with a widget that, um, second to none at the end of the day. And, uh, it, it goes fast. So I've, I've enjoyed every minute of it. Um, uh, and, uh, that's, that's a little bit about my background here. Yeah, no, it's great. And, and I think for someone in your role, you know, where you're essentially guiding someone through, you know, this due diligence process, right. You're facilitating it. You're really not selling. You're just making sure they've got a good methodical process to follow, to, get their questions answered, gather the information that they need to make a good decision. It's a mutual evaluation, right? You guys won't just sell a franchise to anyone. Uh, but anyways, I think it's really valuable that someone in your seat, Josh, has that franchise experience, right? And has kind of been in the, the seat of a franchise owner because you can, I think, just give people a much better perspective and, and uh, you know, really just help them understand what their life's going to look like if they do decide to to become a business owner, you know, assuming that, that they haven't done that yet. So that's awesome. Um, and, and pretty cool that you guys were able to kind of step into mighty dog together around a, a similar time there. Um, and, and I love how, uh, Lincoln put it, you know, the speed limit signs don't exist, uh, at horsepower brands. I would be remiss if I didn't take a stab or two at Terp. So I guess I'm curious, are there any, you must be this tall to ride this ride signs that exist and has that prohibited Terp from qualifying for anything? Well, the, the biggest difficulty is we went to cubicles. And so, you know, the question is, you know, it's like Terp stand up. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Standing, no one knows so. if he's there or not. You, you not never really. Know. No, no, no. <laughs> That's but, great. Um, but we haven't seen too many interpretive dances either. The 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 cubicles do hide the interpretive dances, which is, uh, I'm sure that's a blessing. Helpful. I'm sure yes. that's a blessing. So didn't realize um, how much it would. <laughs> Terp, Terp, we love you, buddy. Um, so like I said, got an episode that we did not too long ago that I think really does a good job of kind of helping people wrap their head around you know the Mighty Dog franchise opportunity, right? And and a quick 
a few quick bullet points. You guys feel free to, to fill in or expand. But for those that ha didn't catch that episode, you know, this is a sales and marketing business at the end of the day, right? Roofing happens to be kind of the, the widget. But, you know, if you're looking at a business like this from a prospective franchise owner's lens, you need to look at this as I'm in charge. I'm running a sales and marketing organization, right? And, and Horsepower's got a lot of support that's helped driving that for all of your brands, but you know, Mighty Dog, uh, really, they seem to to kind of have that piece of it dialed in. And so, you know, you guys are, and correct me if I'm, you know, missing anything here, but you guys are not really looking for franchise owners that like came from the roofing industry or even the construction industry necessarily. You're really looking for people that want to build a big business and be the CEO of that business. So couple things that I know we covered in that last episode that I wanted to just throw out for, for those listening here that, that didn't catch it. Yeah. I, I, just quickly on that, Wes, I think it's, it, it maybe is a little bit of a misnomer. It's, it, you know, but in the sense that we don't want anybody that has a roofing experience because it kind of depends on what that experience is. I mean, if you've had sure. any level of construction or, or, you know, trades or any kind of that, it's really, it is helpful. I won't, I won't, I won't lie. But, you know, to your to your point, we want people that really do want to be the owner, the CEO, the the growth uh, driver uh, behind the organization. And I'm sure you and, and Terp talked about this, but the irony is that, you know, roofing is the number one least trusted home service uh, out there. And, I... and you know, so you're you ask, you know, why would in the world would you would you embark on creating a franchise out of the least trusted uh, service? But uh I think it speaks to the idea that uh, when we when we're asking people who haven't been in the industry uh, and they're standing on the doorstep uh, of a homeowner, right? And and a lot of times um, there was a there was a young sales guy in Dallas that said, you know, um, I didn't like the job I was in because there was a real lack of integrity in what I was being asked to do, and I love it here at Mighty Dog, and that's why I'm here. And you know, the, we were it's like, do you tell people that because that, that that's a that is one of the coolest stories to a homeowner because I left an industry that had, I didn't feel my integrity was valued and I'm standing on your doorstep representing Mighty Dog Roofing. It's powerful. And, and as you were teeing that up, I was, I was thinking, you know, because it's, it's one of the, or the, you know, least trusted segment of like home services. That's exactly the reason it makes so much sense to, you know, go build, a really credible, really professional, really trustworthy national brand in that industry, because it's just, you know, it's highly fragmented already. And then on top of that, there's just, you know, a lot of, a lot of sleazy companies out there and that story you just shared. So I've, I've got a guy that's uh, a franchise owner with mighty dog now and getting ready to launch his business. And I was talking to him the other day and he hired a, a, a manager who has quite a bit of roofing experience. And that was exactly the reason he was looking for a change was his company. He didn't feel was, you know, doing the right thing by clients. They weren't paying their subcontractors on time and kind of jerking them around. And he's like, I just got to a point where I, I was having trouble sleeping at night because of the way yeah. the, the company I worked for was operating. So I think that's definitely a theme um, across this industry. And, and to me, it, it makes a lot of sense that, you know, this was kind of the brand horsepower, led with in, in the roofing industry. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, kind of where Mighty Dog Roofing is today in terms of, you know, number of franchise owners, you know, how many locations open. And I know it's changing all the time. So, I mean, you can just kind of give us ballpark. But what I'm getting at is I want to kind of talk about, you know, the story that's starting to unfold, you know, as you have more and more Mighty Dog owners open, operating and, and starting to see some success. So, uh, Wes, currently we have uh, 75 locations sold. Um, we have uh, 55 that are open. And, and that, that, so we have 20 that are in some stage of onboarding and that tends to be fairly consistent in, in terms of the number that are, you know, that are in onboarding. We, we, you know, we have the capacity to bring through, bring live around four or five, maybe six uh, uh, during a month. Um, we have a week of Academy of Training in Omaha here. Um, any more than that, and it becomes a little uh, cumbersome and I, I don't feel like we're giving the, 
um, the individual attention um, to the franchisees that we need to as we're trying to bring them live. Um, but we're also selling uh, franchisees at about that same pace. So the goal, obviously, uh, no secret uh, to be the number one roofing company, uh, residential roofing company in the United States. Uh, and you could say, well, let's be the number one asphalt single roofing company. We There's a lot of ways to look at it, but uh, we're pretty much driving to the same point. And, and at the rate we're going, I mean, the goal having 100 sold by the end of the year and 75 open. By the end of the year, um, you know, we, we're on track. We are on track for every single uh, measure that we set out, or I, the team set out, frankly, I, was, I wasn't here at the time, that those goals were set out, but we're on track um, to, to meet them. So, Yeah, that's phenomenal. Um, so 100 franchise owners by the end of the year is the goal. You've got 75 now, and I think you said 50 or 55 are, are open and operating. So you know, what, what type of um, ramp up are, you know, these franchise owners seeing, because this is the type of business and, and you made a great point earlier that, you know, obviously if someone's got the right mindset, you know, for what you're looking for in an owner and they do happen to have roofing or construction industry, certainly that's probably going to benefit them. But I know a lot of your owners don't come from that type of a background. It's not a requirement by any means, but it's, it's kind of an intimidating business. Like if I don't know anything about roofing, you know, I get, Hey, it's a sales and marketing business. I'm not going to be on the roof swinging a hammer myself as the owner. But I think for some people, there's still some level of intimidation. Like, can I actually do this and how in the heck do we get started? So, you know, what is, <laughs> what is the ramp up kind of looking like for, for your owners? And I know it's different for everyone, but, you know, maybe share a few examples of what, what people are doing in their first six months, 12 months. There's there's a lot of really fun stories around that, Wes. I think I would be, be remiss though if I did not point out that we have Mighty Dog has some incredible partners that help us, right? That 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 I mean we we are an Owens Corning uh platinum preferred um provider and, and the and the Owens Corning team is is they have attended at every single academy and and they do a lot of the, the technical training, the components of the roof, how a roof goes together. Um, we have a, a national partnerships with um, SRS uh, distribution and ABC supply. Um, and, and we have individual partners in those organizations that our franchisees could call at a moment's notice. Matt Cheney's on the East Coast. But if you're sitting in Boise, Idaho uh, with, with, with the Parkinson boys, or if you're in Missoula, Montana, and you call Matt Cheney because you met him in Academy, He'll answer your phone call and he will, I mean, and, and the support is phenomenal. And, and so I think that takes a lot of the intimidation away is, yeah. you know, we've got, we've just, they're accessible. They, they are, they're incredibly intelligent. They teach very, very well. Um, and, and then again, the accessibility, um, I mentioned the Parkinson guys, uh, Blake and Jeremy, the, the really cool part, part of what these guys are doing they are uh, in their fifth or sixth month, um, came out of the box doing really, really well. Um, they are sp uh, sponsors of Boise State University Athletics. No way. Um, so th these are yeah. franchisees you're talking yeah. about in, in Boise. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm looking for the old Mighty Dog logo on that green or on that blue turf, right? You know, I mean, I'm thinking yeah. this is going to be amazing on, on college game day. Um, uh, but they've done incredibly well. Um, continue to do well. They they uh, they are just as I would say our our GSD people, right? They just mm -hmm. they're not going to wait for somebody to 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 you know you know tell them to do something or or advise them to do something. They're just going to go do it. They're going to go get it done. They're going to go figure out how to do it. Um, and they don't. Uh, I believe uh, Jeremy was was in uh, wellness uh, wealth advising, right? He's not not roofing. Uh, the, the guys in Missoula, Montana, um, are not roofers. Uh, Nick was a, was a sales guy. He was sales, uh, which he does understand, which was, was obviously very helpful. Yeah. Um, but, but Missoula, I think when you talk with Turp, you probably talked about the Southwest Florida, uh, uh Phil and Eric down there. And that we, 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 we call them the unicorns because everybody says, well, they've, they've done so well. Nobody can possibly do what Phil and Eric have done. It's just, it's just not going to happen. And, uh, the, the, the Whitehead group in, in Missoula in their third 
month of opening. They opened June 1, and in their third month of opening, did uh, well over half a million. Uh, and literally, I, I think they took a plane to Southwest Florida, broke into the castle, stole <laughs> Phil and Eric's crown, and, and it's now stored on a shelf in their office in Missoula, Montana. But, you know, it's, it's a cr an incredible story. And now, obviously, there were some things that went into that, right? Um, they they were prepared. They were trained. They were they were GSD people. Then and they had a, they had a storm that that happened to hit um, in in uh, not long after they opened. But just because a storm hits doesn't mean anything, Wes. No. If you're not willing to walk out to meet people to say, you know, I'm I'm Lincoln Zarin with Mighty Dog Roofing. Storm went through this last week. Uh, I just want to make sure your house is okay. How can we help you? Yeah. Uh, because at the end of the day, with that number one least trusted, you know, moniker, <laughs> yeah. it's like, it's almost like that's on the back of the truck, right? It's on the truck wrap. Number one, least trusted. Yeah. Don't trust um, us. Yeah. Uh, but that's what we want to do is we want to, we want to change that industry. We We want to be the trusted advisor, right? You have a trusted advisor for your finances. You have one for your legal stuff. You, you go to a doctor for your medical stuff. The home is the number one investment you will make over the course of your lifetime. And the reality is most of us don't have a trusted advisor for their home, for the exterior yep. particular of their home. And that's what we want to be. We want to be seen as that trusted advisor. And I think that's one of the other differentiating factors for us is that we have the ability to not only do the roof, we have the ability to, to do the gutters. We have the ability to do the siding. We have the, we can do the windows. And by the end of the year, uh, we will be beta testing in several markets um, solar. So yes, I'd heard that rumor. I'm glad to hear that's <laughs> confirmed. I'm glad rumor to hear that's confirmed. True. Well, to yes. me, it makes all yes. the sense in the world to to get into solar. You know, you're already on the roof, um, and I think there's there's a lot of potential for solar going forward. But no, I mean, some of those stories are are incredible. I mean, you hear about a, a franchisee in their third month, and they've already done over half a million dollars in revenue. And to your point, like, you know, I'm sure having that storm come through helped. Right. But they were, they were ready. They were aggressive and they were willing to capitalize on the opportunity. Yep. And I think, you know, that whole GSD, let's just call it what it is. That whole get shit done mentality is very important in these types of businesses, because again, it can be kind of intimidating. Right. But to the yep. point you made, you know, you've got great partnerships that are industry experts, nobody better to learn from and to have a phone call away, you know, as you're a new owner kind of learning and getting your feet underneath you, <laughs> the pink Panther. I love it. Um, and you know, you just have to be able to, to go get it though. Right. I think yeah, a lot of do. people, you know, they start a new business like this, you know, there's some fear, there's some nerves at play and there's kind of this tendency to just want to sit back and kind of, let it start happening or tiptoe into it. And it's like, you got to be willing to just go get it. You're going to make some mistakes, but you got good people all around you supporting you. that are going to help you navigate this and just, yeah. you know, be aggressive and, and be willing to get out there and start, start yeah. trying stuff. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I want to be clear too, Wes, uh, you know, the, 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 the Missoula uh, experience was, was a storm. We're not storm chasers. We will do storm work because we, we want to serve our customers that are in our markets but you will never see a mighty dog truck uh, going on the highway, uh, you know, traveling to the next city to take on, uh, be, be a storm chaser. Um, you know, but at the same time, uh, you know, I, I picked, I picked out the Parkinson's in boy in, uh, in Boise and uh, Nick in, in, in uh, Missoula, but um, the guys in Kansas city um, had record record revenue the last two months. They doubled their previous record in, in both June and July. And that's not storm related, right? I yeah. mean, that's just getting their name out, getting their trust out, um, you know, being that trusted advisor and and having somebody, you know, when you, you know, with the, at the, whether it's at the, you know, the country club on Saturday morning or, or, or whether it's at the grocery store, um, you know, you see somebody you run into and, 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 and you know, you, you ask them who they used and we want to be that, that name. We want to be the, we don't want to, be one of three names, right? You know, we want to be the name that people are referring to. Um, and I think we're, we are seeing that happen in certain markets and it's just, uh, and it is those markets that the guys are just willing to go do it. They're willing to go get it done. Um, and it's, that's exciting to me because 
you know, when you're setting revenue levels like that, that's life changing. That's life changing. It's life changing. But also when you've got numerous examples that you can just kind of pull off the top of your head, the, you know, I'm, I'm seeing a theme, you know, as you're sitting here sharing some of these stories, but that's what you want to see, right? With a, a brand that's emerging, but also growing very quickly. Um, you know, Josh, I'm curious your perspective, you know, being, you know, in that development director role, right? You're the one that's kind of talking to folks that are are looking at this business now. And, and as we've already kind of touched on, this is a very different business today than it was a year and a half ago where it was more theoretical and there wasn't a whole lot of an actual track record for mighty dog roofing. So I, I would imagine you guys have really learned, you know, who you're looking for as a franchise owner, you're getting a little bit better at, you know, selecting the right partnerships versus, you know, maybe this guy's got it. Maybe they don't let's, let's see. Um, so from your seat, you know, what, what are you really looking for in someone that's going to indicate to you, Hey, this could be, you know, exactly the type of franchise partner we're looking for. Yeah. And uh, in fairness, it's a question we get a lot, right. With our success, we have more people coming to us saying, I'm, I'm nervous that I'm not going to be a fit for you and what you guys are doing. And is it a skill set? Is it a, this? And we've hit a couple of times, but I, I couldn't emphasize more. It, it has nothing to do with, hey, this is my background in construction, or I've dealt with this type of labor before or a homeowner. And I, I tell candidates, I always feel like I sound a little hyperbolic or preachy when I say this. It's, and this is true of any system, but particularly in Mighty Dog, the two traits that I see over and over again is the GSD attitude, right? If Mighty Dog, which as fantastic as every piece of support we had, if this was just some automated system that didn't take a, a real entrepreneur to do, we would never franchise this thing. <laughs> yes, We would hire people, we do it ourselves and we print our own money and then we'd go to Jamaica every day and Lincoln and I would have, you know, whatever we want to drink every day. It's, but it's not the case, right? It takes somebody to figure it out. Hurdles are going to happen. And where Mighty Dog is really special in horsepower overall is the feedback, right? Because mm -hmm. something happens. Is it something systematic with the system? Nine months ago, we didn't have a claims and supplementation team. We didn't have the in-house call center, the recruiting firm, the in-house bookkeeping service. These are things that we took from our franchisees and said, hey, we need this to be the biggest, baddest roofing company in the world. And we said, okay, we're, we're willing to do that. And we're obviously capitalized enough well to do that. So it still takes that local entrepreneur. And then the second part of it, I always say, is being creative within a bubble. Uh, because like there's, there's franchise systems out there where you go, I don't want to pick on any, but I, go, I sometimes tell people, if you're going to do that, Go invest in the stock market. You, you're not making any decisions. They tell you what color your tile should be, what the pattern should be, and when to blow your nose and wipe your ass, for lack of a better term, right? Yeah, yeah. So if, and if that's what you want, great. But what we're going to hand you is a system. And I I actually speak to, the other day, I was, uh, we had a validation call with uh, a franchisee up in Boston who's doing very, very well. And somebody asked him, hey, what do you do to drive sales in the way that you've done? And he goes, well, we actually have a local bakery. And every time we close a job, we just send a box of cookies. We thank them for their business and investing in a local, a local business. And I always tell people, I'm like, we're never going to put that in the operations manual. You're never going to read send cookies here because that doesn't drive it. But the care for the customer, that creativity, now all of a sudden, it's that expedited learning. So when I talk about those two things, it's how can you be the best business owner you can be in the best local business? And then again, how can I follow the system to improve it top to bottom? And those are the people we're looking for, people who are driven, people who can figure it out, the optimistic approach. Uh, I, I always find that that's, that's where we grow. And that's why we have such awesome owners because they get to go hear from the people who are already doing it yeah. and, and in a systematic way. Yeah, I like that a lot. I like how you said creative bubble. Um, I think that's a good way to phrase it. I have this conversation with candidates all the time. I'm like, look, there's, there's some franchises that are just, they're going to be pretty rigid, right? There's not going to be a whole lot of autonomy for you as an owner, like how you operate the business. Like there's one way to do it. And in some cases that makes a lot of sense, right? Like you, you go buy McDonald's, like why, why try to reinvent the wheel, right? Like just do it the McDonald's way they've, <laughs> they've got it figured out. Um, but in these types of businesses and service-based businesses, especially, I think in most cases you do need, you know, more of that 
desire to kind of be entrepreneurial and and wear your creative hat while you know following the general guidelines that the franchisor is giving you but there is going to probably be more room for autonomy and just kind of putting your own touch and fill on the business as as an owner and i think a lot of people you know appreciate that and kind of thrive in in that type of environment but i think it's great that you're pointing that out to people, right? Because if that's not what they're looking for, much better that they find it out sooner rather than later. Well, I think the, the second follow-up to that, not to go on too long, but Lincoln talked about Unicorn. I've been in a lot of franchise systems and a lot of times you look at a franchise system and you go, well, how is this person doing it? So they really are doing something unicorn-esque, like so different and that's where the success comes from. And I think that is where Mighty Dog has really evolved is that again, within that creative bubble, here's the parameters you should operate in. Hey, here's who you should hire. Here's what you should evaluate and take in what you're doing. And now we're seeing people doing that over and over and over again to say, okay, this isn't, again, this isn't a unicorn business. This is very much repeatable in it and you get to put your stamp on, but Hey, that blueprint's there. You don't, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. If you follow this and then put your stamp on it, you're going to have massive success, which is a testament to Lincoln and, and the team on the operation side of what they provided and what our, what our Z's have built. Yeah, Josh, that, I, I want to I want to jump on that just a second, Wes, if I could. I I, I would be remiss if I didn't do this. Um, you know, when I started, uh, we we've made a you know, you think about you know scalability and and we had you know when you had Terp on, obviously things were were cooking, cooking with gas even then, and yet you know we've added um, you know seven seven full time positions to the Mighty Dog team here in Omaha and. Um, you know, we've added a director of sales that, that came from another, uh, roofing company. Um, we've added, a we have added a success coach that's based in Cleveland. We added a success coach that's based in the Carolinas. We added a coach that's based in, in Dallas. We added a, uh, a, a, a director of finance here in Omaha that, that worked in a roofing industry. Um, I mean, there's just, we've just got, uh, so many really talented people um you know I, I i look at even you know i i i'm a cpa tony's a cpa mark was a finance a cfo we've invested in people that have have seen so much that can add so much value to these to the to, to what these franchisees are doing and and i again i would be remiss we are we are incredibly well things are going amazing but it would it's a lot of that is testament to the people that we that we've hired, and and what they are pouring into these franchisees, uh, we have a new director of marketing that starts on the twelfth. Uh, I'm I'm thrilled to uh, to have her start. So, some really cool things happening in terms of people, in terms of, and it's fun, you know, Wes. You see, we think our franchisees are are you know, growing their business and building a team, um, and what I think is really cool is they see us doing it. Yeah, they see us you know building the team and collaborating and 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 being you know it's not it's not one it's 12 right it's it's what do we want to do right and i think they see that yeah and i mean clearly uh, and i like i like hearing you know all these different support roles that that you're bringing in and and that's all new since you know terp and i talked i i assume so it's a testament to you know mighty dogs dedication to leveling up the support for their franchise owners, especially as the system continues to grow, right? Because as a franchise consultant, one of the things I look at, especially if I see a brand growing really fast, you know, I kind of I kind of stop and, and dig in a little bit to make sure that they're also scaling their support up because, you know, it's happened too many times where a brand's grown too fast. They haven't been able to keep up from a support standpoint and, you know, franchisees suffer as a result. So, you know, love hearing examples like you just shared, Lincoln, of how you're continuing to invest in really good people to help the franchisees. The other thing that's really interesting for me, you know, hearing some of this is, you know, how Mighty Dog and I assume, you know, the other horsepower brands as they continue to evolve and grow will do this is, you know, you're kind of building out your own infrastructure as a company inside this larger umbrella of companies. Cause in the beginning, it was at least from the outside looking in, it was, you know, you've got all these support mechanisms in house with the marketing agency, a recruiting firm, a call center and all of that. 
but you know now you've got a director of marketing specifically for Mighty Dog, right? That then is going to work with the marketing agency that Horsepower owns, and so to see kind of that structure continue to evolve, you know, within the brand itself is is interesting to me. I don't know if I I illustrated that very well, but um, it's really cool to see. Yeah, you know, one of the things I didn't mention that's probably is completely new, West, since you talked was uh, our accounting vertical. Uh, we hired a, a guy that's a C, again a CPA, right? That um, is going to be looking over your books, and then he's going to pick up his walk over 15 steps and sit down with the Mighty Dog Director of Finance and say, "Hey, here's what I'm seeing on this franchisee set of books. Can we get on the can we get on the phone with him? Right? We can we can we can do this better, or have they thought about this, or do they really even understand this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and not only just you know." Uh, our our director of finances eyes looking at this, but you've got the director, uh, the brand president for for ZBooks, that uh, is is building an incredible team, again that uh, under the direction of our CFO who's also a CPA, um, and so to me I just I, I it's been a long time since I, I mean the clinical research company I, I I will admit there were you know you drop a brick out of a window and you had a fifty fifty chance of hitting a PhD, uh, <laughs> but but it's been a long time since I've worked with this many really, really talented people. Yeah. And it's just a lot of fun to come to work every single day. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really been fun to kind of watch, you know, how fast all of this has has grown and come together. I've, I've never seen anything like it. Um, you know, and I think I shared this. So, so my wife and I are franchisees with a couple of brands and, one of them is both in in kind of home service, and one of them is owned by Neighborly, uh, you know, which which on paper is like a larger version of what Horsepower's kind of setting out to build. At least some similarities, but like our brand got acquired by Neighborly two years ago. There hasn't been anything positive I can say about. Like, hey, we're in a better spot now because we're part of Neighborly than, you know, before. And uh, so, again, I think it's a testament to to how you because they 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 run like skeleton crews, man. Like we don't have, you know, we've got a brand president. But other than that, it's like, you know, a couple marketing people across all the brands, third parties, you know, doing most of the support and stuff like that. So it's just a very different look the way you guys are doing it at horsepower and you know, I'm not going to sit here and throw too much more shade at neighborly, but I know I'm not. <laughs> hey, I know I'm not. A West, huge fan. West, last time I checked North, the, you know, the, the, the territories for North Carolina and mighty dog weren't completely sold. So uh, you know, I'm just going to throw that out there and you know, uh, well, I'll Turp, let you and Josh talk. Turp and I have a, have a gentleman's agreement that uh, Wilmington, North Carolina is going to be held until uh till we're ready to to add our next business i don't know if he'll be able to to hold up on that or not but um no it's it's a fair point um yeah we, well, we can definitely talk about that it's all the t- <laughs> it's all the time with you see what the growth in my dog is very much reflective of the growth within horsepower right yeah. we are the pillar and i I, we don't love numbers. We like numbers because we all like making money. But the truth, we all not, y'all we CPAs, Josh. You're like the only one there that's not a CPA, apparently. I, yeah, in my English education degree is really taking the beat <laughs> around these CPAs. But the truth is, like, you go back and you said we had this concept. Here's what we're going to do, and then we execute it. We believe that this is a people growth brand. All of a sudden, we look at hey, our top performers have a great, well built out system. Have this, have that, and the same thing that Mighty Dog does is. Here's the people we had, the director of marketing. We were adding this, we're adding that. We're saying, wow, look how much value this is bringing to a franchise. So all of our new brands get to go, wow, cool. We can just start with that. More money dog got, <laughs> got to learn. We got our battle scars, but that's, it's really the beautiful part is the ability and willingness to pivot on a vision when we find something that we can improve. Uh, and that is, I think the number one reflected thing within horsepower is, is again, running, driving, going really fast. There are no speed limiter signs but a smart franchisor always looks back and goes, is it time to slow this down? Or is it time to speed it up? Cause the curve's coming. And that's what you're talking to. Hey, the aggressive growth. We are, the phrase is thrown around here a lot, intelligently aggressive because we, what we care about is again, changing lives and improving business performance top to bottom and changing industries. Yeah. 
Yeah, I love that. You know, one of, one of the other things that's interesting to me with just the the horsepower dynamic is because you you kind of brought this up, Josh. You know, you've got the ability to to kind of think creatively. You know, as a franchisee in your local market, but as you figure out, hey, this this is working consistently, so it's not a unicorn. It's now a best practice, and and the the whole system, the whole playbook continues to evolve. But you know, you're gonna have that across all the brands that you're in, right? I mean, obviously there there's there are different businesses, there are nuances, they're not all exactly the same, but there's a lot of thing. I mean, we're talking home service for the most part, right? I mean, there's a lot of things that are going to be consistent, you know, in terms of best practices from a Mighty Dog roofing to a Blingle to a Heroes or or whatever yep. the case is. And so yep. it'll all it'll just all continue to to help every brand evolve which is I've, really cool. I've offered to sell them our operations manual. I mean, I don't we, blame we, you. I mean, I we wrote too. it. So I'm like, <laughs> Hey, you know, we got, we got a couple thousand from Blingo and some from heroes, some from Gatsby, some from Groovy. Groovy. We, we, Josh, not, we can make a profit center out of, out of ops. I was going to say, it's not, not a bad little side business. So I was going to save this question for the very end, but it feels appropriate. Now uh, I'll start with you, Josh. Uh, What's your favorite horsepower brand that's not Mighty Dog Roofing? Oh man, I appreciate you saving me. Yeah, you got to answer. Well, I'd we got so many now. I got to count them right because we got we got Mighty Dog and then Blingle Heroes, iPhone Gatsby. Uh, Next week we'll be launching Groovy Hughes. Man, as somebody who was a, I owned a painting franchise. I got to give my plug to Groovy Hughes. I am, uh, I'm really excited for what they're doing in the franchising space. There's a lot of paint power washing type companies out there and all doing some things well. And, you know, between Zach and Josh and Mighty Dog and all these other brands we get to learn on, uh, that one I am quite, quite excited for. Uh, and I love the branding. Maybe I'm, yeah, I don't know much about it yet, but I do like the branding a lot. I think that's, that's pretty cool. So what's your pick, Lincoln? Oh, man. Well, Scooby Doo and the whole, you know, uh, paint style of the the whatever machine that was, right? Yeah, that, the that's mystery kind of the machine. Thing. Mystery yeah. machine. Um, yeah, I can't go there. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> um, it brings I, back God, some this memories. This is painful. Huh? This is just painful for me to. I mean, you. Ha- I have to answer the question. You're gonna say and it. So, you're, you're gonna. You're really gonna go, Lincoln. Mm-hmm. You're gonna go with them. This is the gonna Blingle hurt. Boys. The Blingle Boys. The Blingle Boys, man. You know, I mean, I give them so much grief every day. Well, it's either that or 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 Conway and the and the and the pink, you know, iPhone. No, I'm not doing that either. I I think Blingle is uh, partly West because I don't want to do landscaping. I mean, yeah. I look, I think of landscaping, lighting, and and I, I'm like, I'm the worst contractor in the world. My wife will never hire me. I mean, yeah. it's it's Same. like right. Same. And so. I, you know, I, I could probably paint my way like I could do it so badly that, you know, my wife would say, please don't do this anymore. And yeah. right. But landscaping is that, that's hard. It's hard work. And and uh, it takes a certain amount of creativity. And the reality is you, you turn those those lights on at night. Man, it's cool. Yeah, it's just cool. I like I like Blingle a lot. I think there it's an interesting space and and kind of a multifaceted business. There's a lot to like about it. But anyways, let's let's bring it back to to Mighty Dog. That was more of just kind of a fun question and like I said I was going to save it to the end, but um it, it felt like it'd be be fun to go ahead and throw it in there. So, I mean, what else what else is changing, you know, maybe talk a little bit about, you know, what's on the horizon. You know, you mentioned solars kind of being piloted in some markets and, you know, you don't have to get too specific with anything that hasn't been rolled out yet, but I mean, what are, what are some of the things that are up and coming that you're most excited about for Mighty Dog? You know, there's a, I have some mentors in my life that have said, you know, if you, whatever you're going to do, be damn good at it. Right. And, and you're not going to be able to boil the ocean. You can't do everything. And one of the things that I appreciate about what Mighty Dog has been has done and is doing right now is I still think we're staying laser focused on the areas that that we have the opportunity to impact the most. And solar obviously is is one of them. Um, but what I get, I'm still, you know, enough of a accounting nerd at heart that um, I, I I get excited about some of the software 
and, and, and technology improvements um, that, that we're continuing to add uh, to the mix that I think will make, uh, will, or I should say will allow our franchisees to make really good decisions. Yeah. Um, you know, and so it, it, that's, it's, that's not, you know, that's not sexy, but um, solar sexy. And, and I think there will be a very distinct market for it. Um, and it's not for everybody, but we need to be able to offer that in order to be yeah. that one-stop shop and be able mm -hmm. to be the single source contractor uh, where the homeowner goes, Oh my gosh, you know, storm went through and I got, I got roof damage and I got solar damage, and I got gutter damage. We want to be that one call. and We, we need that in order to do that. But I think we, we continue to add value to our franchisees by continuing to identify ways that we can do things better yeah. um, and put information in front of them faster uh, that allows them to make good decisions uh, because when they make this good decisions, everybody wins. And, and, and at the end of the day, that's, you know, yeah, we want to win, but you know, the real psychic reward honestly is seeing people that have, you know, made a decision to go grow a business and, and I can't imagine doing it. I'm it's, it's, it would, it would, it's nerve wracking. Yeah. I'm not sure I could honestly do it. Um, and I have a tremendous amount of respect for these franchisees that have done it because uh, because they're putting themselves out there. But that's the fun. That's the fun part. That's the part I get excited about yeah. is seeing them be successful. At the end yeah. of the day, seeing them be successful is the greatest psychic reward we could hope for. Yeah, I think it's a great answer. I, I was going to ask about, you know, some of the technology stuff, because when Turp and I talked and just, you know, everything I've learned about Mighty Dog I've always been impressed by the technology, you know, using drones and things of that nature. Like that's cool. And and to your point, Lincoln, you know, that's the the sexy stuff to talk about, right? We've got drones, we're getting into solar. Like those are all great talking points and and those things need to be there, right? That makes sense. But, you know, as a business owner, you know, there, there's nothing sexier to me, you know, knowing what I know now is having like a really good system that gives me really accurate information in an easy to read format and helps me make good decisions quickly. Like you're an accountant at heart. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm telling you, man. Lincoln, my, do you uh, want to talk a little bit about Z logic? So that's the interesting one to well, me is my answer is what yeah. is Z logic? Well, so, yeah. Well, Z-Logic is really the, it's called, dashboarding is a fancy way of saying it, but it's all, it's the ability to pull information out of multiple systems, disparate systems that where, where data is, maybe it's formatted in different ways and it, but, but we can pull it into a single view uh, uh, dashboard. Um, and, and Josh, that was, I was actually going to say something about that, like, you know, where we can take data out of hail trace and we can take data out of Oculinks and, and we can marry this up and we can create this lead for a, for a franchisee. And I'm like, yeah, that doesn't sound very exciting or sexy, right? Well, it is, but it, though. But it is, to, it is to me. It is to me. I agree with you. <laughs> um, I, I, and, but it's, Wes, that's the, that's the add value part, right? That's the thinking out of the box. And how can we sit here? How can we leverage the investment that we've made in intellectual capital and really, really smart people? Technology, anybody can fly a drone. Anybody. It's so it's and anybody can, you know, use a, 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 a hail trace. The 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 magic happens when you have uh, the application of technology and how it's being leveraged and how it's being used. And then to say the obvious here, uh, because we've not spoken of this in any way, shape, or form, but to but to, to state the obvious is then to say, Wes, you were a Blingle customer, and you trusted Blingle. Why you need to trust Mighty Dog? Yeah. And 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 Mighty Dog has the opportunity to contact Wes because you did business with Blingle, or you know, maybe they're contacting you because Blingle's contacting you because you did business with Mighty Dog. Yeah. When we have that happening in a market where Blingle and Gatsby and, and, and heroes and iPhone, when they're all operating, <laughs> that's magic. It is. Uh, it is. But to your point, there has to be smart, systems that were very strategically designed in order to, you know, ever get that type of result. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to go there, but I was going to say, you know, 
there's another conglomerate of home service franchise brands that may or may not have come up on this podcast already that, you know, kind of has that vision, but in my opinion, zero plan whatsoever to execute it other than, Hey, all you franchisees, it sure would be cool if y'all like share leads together and stuff and uh, you know, let us know how that works out. So, but, but to drive home your point, you know, Lincoln, like, Technology's there. It's how do you leverage it, and and are you leveraging it in a smart way, so that it's actually adding value, you know, for your franchise owners, allowing them to, you know, streamline day to day operations, make intelligent decisions about their business because they have good real time data in front of them, and then you know cross brand synergies or or however you want to say it. But I mean that's super exciting. And I have no doubt that, you know, Horsepower's got the talent to actually execute on that, um, you know, as you have more and more markets with, yeah. uh, you know, numerous, numerous Horsepower brands in them. So I, I don't want to I don't want to overpromise that because, you know, the next thing that's going to happen is I'm going to get about 73 <laughs> phone calls right? that say, yeah. hey, dude, I heard you on the on the podcast. Where's that? Yeah. Yeah. Why are we <laughs> why are we not have that? I'm like. We're going well. Turp, we Turp and his teams just gotta gotta keep selling and and uh, yeah. you know get enough markets where you got got franchisees. But it will get there. Um, yeah. it will get there. So, what else is worth you know mentioning for for the audience to hear? You know what what else is exciting on the horizon, or um, you know what what should we touch on before we wrap this thing up? Josh, you want to take that one first? Yeah. Or you want me? I mean, I'll take it first, and then you, you can, you're you our closer, so you got to close us out here. I think we'll take that. Uh, I, I go back to, and I've said a couple times, you know, what all the new things at Mighty Dog is that we're constantly learning. Now, a lot of that's through technology. I don't want to call it AI, but that is when you have a dashboard and you have data, now I can really instantaneously act on those lag, those lagging indicators. Even the next level of Z-Logic is non-correlative data that, might actually be correlative that we wouldn't normally think in business. So these are the types of things we're constantly doing. We're constantly evolving, which allows us to go even faster because in, is it the Henry Ford quote, right? If you ask somebody how they want to go faster, they'd ask for a second horse. They wouldn't yeah. want to come. Yeah. And those are the kind of things with technology and data that is, you know, the things we're doing are so convincing to owners, to different franchisors. The thing I would say my dog is really doing, and I think is in the franchising world, the most impressive is we're raising the bar because folks are going to follow suit. So the answers of uh, your aforementioned uh, parent company and what they are doing was at one point acceptable and best in class. And you can you can kind of fall behind and horsepower is now ready to lead the way. Uh, Mighty Dog's doing a lot of cool things. And the other one I think is I'm I'm most proud of and it's why I'm, I'm so proud to represent this brand is Lincoln talked about aggressive growth but intelligently aggressive. So when it's yeah. talking about rolling out solar, you know, what would be really fun for my role is just to be like, solar's awesome. You can have it, you just roll it out. Like it's that easy. And the truth is we limit that capacity because I've heard old, old saying about franchising. It's it's like a tricycle. It helps prop you up in your first business. And actually an owner who just came on said, I was very insulted by it when I heard that on a different podcast. Of course not the path to freedom. I go, well, yeah, a franchise is a vehicle. Some are tricycles, some are BMWs that go really fast. And I go, I'm not going to tell you how fast you can go, but you better believe that my dog is going to put on the warning signs so that, hey, the curve is coming. Let's make sure you don't crash, that you're not running too fast or moving too slow. And I think that that takes a hell of a lot of integrity for somebody, for an organization who's doing what we're doing. So I think that will continue to be our our best asset in, in addition to all the technology and in an industry that desperately needs it. Yeah, I think those are all valid points, but yeah. no speed limit signs, right? No speed limit signs. Warning signs, but no Warning. speed limit signs. Yes. Uh, one of the, Wes, one of the things, two things I guess I would close with, and one is uh, we haven't talked about this. This could be a, an entire podcast for you. Um, and I think you probably, in fact, the book is on uh, uh, Josh's uh, uh, bookcase when I when I, when I I see him talk, and that's Traction, uh, which was written by uh, Gina Wickman, the, the, you know, uh, the entrepreneurial operating system, right? Um, we we collectively at horsepower brands have adopted eos as a as a methodology um, to drive uh accountability to drive uh clarity um and you know the, the gino i i had the extreme pleasure of listening to him speak in atlanta a few years ago and, and he talked about the eos life 
which is doing what you love with people you love to do it with, making a huge impact, being fairly compensated mm. with time to pursue other passions. Yeah. And, and in my mind, I think of, I think of mighty dog and our franchising and I think that's it. That's what we want to do. We want to set these people up to be able to do that. Yeah. And, and I would, the other, the other concept I would close with is, is, is a, it's a, it's a I'm stealing it from Vistage. Um, because, uh, if you're on a Vistage board, one of the things my coach always used to say, you know, this is the only hour or only day of, of the month where you're sitting around the table with, with your peers who have absolutely no agenda other than to help you be successful. Yep. And, and to me, that's the team in Omaha. Mm -hmm. That's what the team in Omaha, every single one of us looks at each other uh, and our objective is to add value. Our objective is to make that franchisee successful. And I, I think that's a pretty cool. If you combine those two things to say, this is the EOS life, this is what we want you to have. And Omaha is sitting here uh, willing to do whatever it takes uh, within reason um, to make that happen. I think that's a pretty cool combination. And I think it's pretty hard to beat. Yeah. I'm glad you brought up traction. I was trying to find that. I knew I had it had it here somewhere but um when i first talked to josh and zach and learned about you know what they were envisioning building with horsepower you know they talked about traction they talked about you know they're going to run eos with their teams you know in the home office but they're also going to teach their franchise owners how to build their businesses using the eos you know systems and philosophies and you know, we chatted offline about, you know, the guy, David, that that I, you know, mm -hmm. introduced and has since become a, a horsepower franchisee. And, you know, he and I had conversations. We're about the same age. He's never done a business. He's, he's a couple years younger than me, I think. But, you know, young guy, you know, starting a business much sooner than than most people do in their careers. Uh, but he had some nerves. He's like, Wes, I've, you know, I've never done something like this before. And there's just kind of this fear of the unknown. And I said, I get it. That's normal. But. I can't think of a better place for you to go learn how to build a business and build it the right way than, you know, with mighty dog and, and horsepower, but it's, it's because, you know, of, of things like this traction and EOS mentality that, that I know you guys are so committed to, to teaching your franchise owners how to do it. Cause look at the end of the day, you know, we get into business for ourselves because we want that EOS lifestyle that you just described, but how many business owners never get there because they don't know how to get there. They don't know how to build their business the right way. They end up, you know, kind of being a slave to their business versus building a business that works for them, even when they're not working and gives yeah. them, you know, control of their time, better financial resources, but at the same time, you know, the time to go pursue other passions that they have. And so yeah. I know that's something that's top of mind for you guys. And, and that's what you want your franchise owners to be able to, to go out and do. And I, I think that's, that's just huge. And, and for yep. me, it's, it's one of the things that makes it so easy for me to, you know, talk to people that I'm working with about, you know, the, the horsepower brands, because I've, I've got that confidence. You'll have to, you'll have to give David a call in a couple of weeks when he gets back from Academy, because he will get, uh, he will get a full day of EOS implementation from Good. an EOS implementer. We provide that to every single franchisee. They have their own traction tools, account. They have their own scorecard. And for an absentee owner, uh, you know, you think about, because we do have absentee owners that are, they hire GMs and they're not in the business mm -hmm. every day. And they have that dashboard and they know exactly what's going on. Yep. Exactly what's going on. It's huge. Uh, he and I have stayed in touch and, and uh, I told him to let me know how training goes, but I, I love that, that they're getting that, especially with the actual, you know, implementer and, and getting set up with the tools and, you know, I'll encourage him to actually, you know, implement it and make sure it just becomes a, a standard part of his business. So um, love that you guys are doing that. Um, just quickly, where can people learn more about mighty dog roofing? Where can they connect with either of you guys? Um, we'll put some links in the show notes to make it easy for people to find, but where, where can people get more if they want it? Yeah. Mighty dog roofing.com. Obviously uh, I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, you and I connected the other day. Uh, welcome to connect with me uh, via that way. So uh, I'd love to love to hear from people, Josh, you've got different contact info or. 
Yeah, I mean, my LinkedIn's out there, but I would go find Wes Barefoot, talk to him, see what's out there. I mean, again, I think one of the biggest things for us is that we want the right this to be the right fit for the right person. And this isn't the right fit for everybody. So, yeah. hey, explore your options. And somebody like a, a franchise consultant like you, Wes, really helps people find. Because, uh, again, we're not for everybody. We can be if you're driven and you want a lot of success in your life and a lot of freedom. Uh, but then find us. Yeah, find us at Mighty Dog. Find a way to find us and we'll find you. Awesome. Appreciate the kind words. And I really appreciate you both making time to drop in here on the Path to Freedom podcast. Really appreciate you. Appreciate what you're doing for your franchise owners. So keep up the good work and uh, go have a great weekend. A lot of fun, Wes. Thank you. Have a great Labor Day. Thanks. Thanks, Wes. That's a wrap. Thanks for joining me today and be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you'll know when a new episode is released. You can also check me out on my website at www.path2frdm.com. And if you want more information about franchising or just want to say hello, feel free to contact me at Wes at Path2FRDM.com. Thanks again. Now go drop in.